She's a winner. And welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show, where you take enlightened entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers together to discuss cutting-edge topics in the world of relationships, culture, business, and spirituality. And here's your host, Miss Carol Boston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. I am so excited to be here again this Wednesday because you know I love having amazing guests. Those of you who follow me know, what's the first thing we do? I'm your weather girl. So when you chime in today in the comments and talk to us, make sure you're letting us know where you're chiming in from and what the weather's like where you are. I am in my last day of a two-week amazing dog city gig that I have in this $2 million home right on the New River in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It has been absolutely incredible. Those of you who follow me, I'll fix that video on Facebook. So I'm excited to be here today because I learn something every week. We have three guests. We have one who just popped in that I didn't even know. So, Dr. Shelley, Dr. Shelley, tell us where you're chiming in from and what the weather's like where you are. Um, I'm, I'm Shelly Fisher. I'm from India. Uh, Dr. Shelly, you know my there's feedback, feedback here. here. Yeah, yeah, there's feedback. Log out and log back in. That's what Dr. Guy just did. Thank you. All right, Claudia, tell everybody what, what, what you do, where you are in the world, what the weather's like, and what you do in the world. All right. Hello. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I am Claudia Braun, and I am the coach who works with the women who say yes when they mean to say no. And they work with me to unapologetically get back to their true yes. It is a bit overcast here. I am in a suburb of Chicago, and I am happy to be here. Fantastic. Great to have you. All right, Dr. Guy, tell us who you are and what you're up to in the world and what the weather's like where you are. So just to let you know, I'm not necessarily a doctor. I'm licensed massage therapist. Thank you. Okay. Um, and the weather here uh, seems like it's uh, kind of an overcast but sunny day. Where are you? Oh, good point. Rapid City, South Dakota. Ooh, South Dakota. I've never been to that state. It gets cold here. That's why I've never been to that state. It gets cold here, too. I come visit in shoulder season, right? September, October, before it gets really, really bad. So one of the topics I want to jump into today with both you, I want you to think about both of your clients. And what do you do when a client comes to you and says, oh, I'll never be able to do that again? Or nobody else has been able to help me. Claudia, tell us what you do with your clients when they're in a tough situation like that. So it's a really good question, actually, because um, so the work that I do with my clients is really mindset work, is really helping them look at their thinking that keeps them repeating what they don't want. And so... I look at it from a place of when we say, oh, I'll never do that again, we actually program ourselves to never do that again. Mm. And so I take it from the perspective of, do you want something different? Byron Katie asks us three questions. The first one is, is that true? When there's a repeated situation in our life, and we say, I'll never do that again. So the question would be, is, is that true? Then the next question would be, is, is it absolutely true? And then the next, third question after that is, what would your life be like if you didn't hold that belief? 
So for me, it's all about looking at the mind that's creating the problem. And so Einstein said the mind that created the problem cannot fix the problem. And so I am about assisting my clients to change their thinking so they can create a different experience. Awesome. And you brought up something that I'm going to direct right to Guy over here. Guy, does the mind create some of the problems in your clients that you're dealing with? Some. Talk to us about how you work through that. Yeah. So the answer is some. The mind creates many, if not most, other problems that your that our clients work with. If we if we can learn to work with the mind in a way that is positive and energetic and whatnot, you'll find that the body pain oftentimes goes away. Yeah. Interesting because um, I was in a bad car wreck 10 years ago and the chiropractor that I have for the last two and a half years, she's a kinesiologist as well, helped me tremendously. Yeah. And Guy, could you be near talking because I'm still getting a lot of feedback again. I, I'm getting a lot of feedback from your side too. Well, being the host, I can't hop off. <laughs> so if you could just mute yourself when you're not talking, let's try that. So, um, this past Sunday, I bent over to put a water on the freezer to get ready to go. And that was it. Couldn't stand back up. I was oh down. Wow. And so um, my Dr. Roz comes over and tries to help me, blah, blah, blah. So I happened to send a message to a friend who came back and invited me to an event tomorrow. And the event was something about who, can you believe it? the event is about whose pain is that in your body anyway? Yes. So I sent her a message and said, what's going on? And I told her and she says, well, who's, um, she goes, it sounds ancestral to me. Mm -hmm. It sounds religious. And it sounds like you're holding on to somebody else's setbacks. And I thought, how fascinating. And I never knew this whole until I actually got into coaching. So talk a little bit about that, Claudia. Like, it's not even really ours all the time. It's true. Um, right. It happens frequently. I'll have it where somebody will take on their mother's story. And because it was true for their mother, they make it true for themselves. It can be um, not having a successful relationship because their mother's relationship was so traumatic. Um, they remember their parents fighting all the time. And so then they just keep creating that in their own life. And it feels like it's theirs. It can be around weight. Um, women, clients who have come to me that are overweight and because it was so consistently a story for their mom or the story their mom put on them and then they took it on and made it theirs, it was their grandmother's story. That's always their family story. And so they live it and create it. And I mean, every, so much is about our mind, the power of our mind to overcome a situation or to stay in a situation. So I, I love the conversation so much because this is where I know that clients of mine who are willing to honestly examine their thinking that helps create their experience have the greatest success. And mm. those who kind of like what you started with, I'll never change. And they hold on to that belief emphatically. They're right. They will never change. Mm. 
So Guy, when you're working with your clients and you're challenged with getting them to follow the regimen, even though you know it can help them, what's one tool that you use to get people into consistent action so that they can have better health? Great question. So for me, uh, one of the tools that I use is showing them where their body uh, is able to do rotation uh, and whatnot better as a result of the work that I do. And this will help them also. I, I oftentimes will send them uh, ideas home that they can work work at home as a result. Um, and the, the, those, those that, that do, do their homework, their homework within, within the club find a better, better result, result as, as coming from, from it. And I'm still, I'm getting, still getting that echo. Me too. Me too. I, 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 I might I even might ask you to hop off and come back on another day because it's, it's challenging. Oh, you want me to hop off and come back in again? Yes, or, or yes, I think we try that one okay, more okay. time. I'll hop off and come back in. I'll be right there. And then if it doesn't work, I'll just ask you to come back on another day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about the power of focus. Yeah. Um, give me your thoughts on multitasking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Right? I mean, we live in a world where everybody's multitasking. Um, I was on the phone with somebody and I said, what are you doing? And she was, the clanging that was going on, I thought, this is so distracting. And I realized it's so common for so many people to, especially people who feel very, very busy, right? They feel like, I'm going to get more done if I keep doing a few things at once. But it's frequently, we do things incorrectly we weren't focused. I, somebody told me that they bought like two airline tickets. One was going to the wrong city. They weren't going there because they were trying to do so many things at once. And then they forgot they booked the flight. I mean, we make so many mistakes, right? Yeah. Wow. Right. We make so many mistakes when we try to do more than one thing at once, even though we think, oh, I'm being so efficient. Our attention is split. So I'm a big fan of do one thing, focus, I walk and do not bring a phone. I don't bring any, like, you're with me. Yeah, I mean, like, so many times when I'm out in nature, I see so many people that are on a phone, they're on a device, they're not actually being where they are. So I'm not a fan of multitasking in any way. I don't think it serves us. I think it absolutely dilutes us. And so I'm a big fan of do the thing in front of you, and you will find you actually have more time in your day. You're muted. Yeah, I was trying to see if it was me causing the echo. Um, what I would like to hear from each of you, I'm going to give you a statement, and then I want each, each of you to take it and talk about it from your perspective and what you do with your clients. Busyness is an intimacy issue. Mm -hmm. Go, guy. That's an interesting uh, question or statement. Um, hmm. I'm not sure I have a direct answer to that, to be quite honest. It's a, 
it's an interesting question. Busyness is an intimacy issue. Um, so where I would go from, you could fill us in on, on your clients is when your clients say, I'm too busy. In other words, you've shown them it's good for them. They've acknowledged it's good for them, but I'm, I'm too busy. And so when I say busyness is an intimacy issue, often we will stay busy so that we don't have to look into me, into me, see, right? Intimacy. We yeah, don't have to I look. Yeah. I, I guess the, the biggest way that that would fit within the massage therapy world would be uh, people rescheduling, canceling because they have too much to go on. So they're not actually taking care of their body and whatnot. Uh, which is only going to lead them in the wrong direction. So that that's where I would probably go with a question like that. Okay. How about you, Claudia? I love the question. I love that intimacy. I've heard that before. I, it, the first time I heard that intimacy, I was like, oh, I love this so much. Um, so I agree. Um, I think that that's a big thing. So when I first started coaching my clients, I was doing a lot of work with around weight loss and um being able to sit with oneself, being able to sit with one's feelings is really, really hard because most of my clients were not willing to be in their body. They didn't want to feel what it felt like to be uncomfortable, to feel overweight. They had disconnected themselves from their body. They would look really, they just never looked. They never felt, they didn't look. So I agree. It is an intimacy issue. It is, and all that distraction keeps one away from themselves. We don't know what we feel. We don't know really what's going on. I, when I first start working with clients, they're very disconnected to their emotional life. They don't really have a good idea of really how they perceive situations. And so many times their perception is really off. Mm. So I, I do agree. I think all this busyness is an absolute intimacy issue. And I was just talking about this earlier about twofold. I was um, visiting a new friend in North Carolina a couple of weeks ago, and she was saying, I loved how there were three of us. She's like, I loved how none of us took our phones out. Um, and she was saying, you know, I have so many friends where they take a phone out and it just so breaks the connection. And I, like, it wouldn't even occur to me if I was with somebody to take a phone out. Right. Um, but I, but there she was telling me her friends take phones out. And I'm like, ah, how can you talk to somebody if you're having something in between you? Right. So it, I, yeah, that resonates with me in a big way. Yeah, that, that distraction. So this leads me to my next question for you, Guy. I've read that you're open seven days a week. Now, that sounds to me like that guy's really busy. So tell me a little bit about how you avoid burnout and that busyness factor if you're available seven days a week. Not sure where you read that. It was in the email that was sent to me with your information. It said you will see patients even on a Sunday at your home for emergencies. We work Sunday through Thursday. Okay. So Friday and Saturday is off. So a lot of people, they think that Sunday is the time when you would not go for a massage. And that's what a lot of people are surprised about, that we will actually work Sunday. But no, if we, I, I would absolutely have to agree with you. If I work seven days a week, I'm not going to be in business very long, at least not enjoying being in business very long. <laughs> well, tell me the number one thing you enjoy about what you do. Well, I would say as it relates to that, it would be the fact that we have created a totally different way of massage. A lot of people think if they have pain and whatnot, 
that they need to go and massage actually ends up being a pain because it hurts. Deep tissue massage hurts. Well, the way that we do massage, we have over 400 five-star reviews on, on Google in the last five years. We actually work the whole muscle process in a totally different way that our clients come in and say, I can't believe nobody else is doing this. Mm. And, and yet I believe we are actually far more effective than your traditional deep tissue massage therapists. Now, is this your intellectual property? Is this something you're going to, you know, patent or trademark? Well, that's a great question. Um, and that actually leads to the URL that I have uh, Guy Severson at there. We are actually getting ready to release our knowledge into the world and let people know exactly what it is that we do. Uh, why? Well, number one, we become a worldwide entity. Number two, as we put ourselves in the expert position, what happens with the influence locally or geo-locally to our uh, image, it's just going to go through the roof. So we are pulling back the covers and showing people exactly how to make uh, pain go away without needing a massage therapist because not everybody today can afford a massage therapist. And we want to help those that can and those that can't. That's awesome. Sounds very philanthropic. I would encourage you to trademark that and still make some money off of it. I mean, you can definitely change the world of pain. That's for sure. I know that, uh, like I say, after that car wreck is really challenging and I'm doing so, so much better. So I'm going to read something real quick, a little passage I want you two to think about. And then I want you to give me your response. This is a book that I use on another show that I have. It's called Ayanla Von Zant's Until Today book. It's a, a re- da- daily reading. And this month is about I experience and express the power of trust because there is a divine place to put anything that challenges me. And she starts off by saying, do you have a God jar? And if you don't, you should. Now, I don't use should. I get my clients to take should out of their vocabulary, but this is what she says. And this lady happens to be the... Um, spiritual, uh, what do you call it? Not counselor. She, she was on Oprah Winfrey's show. She was Oprah's spiritual person. So the part that um, I wanted to read and get your th- feedback on is she said, a God jar is an actual jar, much like the old jars you have stashed away in the kitchen or the basement. That's right. There is now a divine use for that old mayonnaise pickle or jelly jar that you've been holding onto. That jar can be transformed into a divine healing tool. All you have to do is wash the jar, dry it out and find the lid for it. If you're so inclined, you can decorate the jar. It's up to you. Just know that with a God jar, all of your worries will soon be over. And now that's how the God jar works. And then she goes on to first, she talks about prioritizing. So my thoughts on this, and I used to have a God jar. Perhaps I get to go back to that, um, is that when we become overwhelmed with too many things, right? And we're trying to hold on and control everything, we get challenged. And how I was taught about this God jar is you make the God jar and you write everything down on these little bitty pieces of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Things that you think you have to do, must do, um, things that are stressing you. And you put everything in the God jar and you only get to pull one out. And that's the only one that you get to focus on. And then every time, think about how we try this to our clients, right? Every time you try to take over something that God's doing, no, 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 no. That's it. And you can call it the universe, whatever. But 
Tell me your thoughts on that and how you would apply that to the health of your client's guy and client to your client. So I'm going to actually recommend that we defer to Claudia on that one. And I'm going to go out again and come back in because the echo came back. Thank you. Um, well, interesting. I, I, this is a familiar concept to me as well. I, um, I used to hear it called a God box um, and that you would write all the things down that you needed God to take care of that day. Um, and so I would say that like, I love that because so many of my clients are people who are saying yes to too many things. They feel overwhelmed. Um, they don't feel like they're at choice when they first, before they start working with me. So it's a great tool as a way also of, because a lot of the work that I do with my clients is helping them deepen their spiritual connection, mm. bring spirituality into everyday life. And I love that because sometimes when you're not connected to a spiritual life, at first, it's so untangible. And to have something that's physical that you can say, oh, okay. Um, so I like the concept of it. And it also is a way of most of the things are not in our control unless it's us. And so really helping my clients, I frequently teach the serenity prayer um, mm -hmm. because it is reminding people about to really focus on that which you can control and that which you can't control. It makes for greater inner peace, inner well-being, knowing that you're not going to change your partner, you're not going to change your kids, you're not going to change those other people or their perception of you. What you can do is change your own thinking, your own mind, that which happens within you. Right. So I like the concept and I like the idea of you take one thing out at a time that is yours to focus on because it goes back to the multitasking when mm. we're so many things, we're so scattered because frequently people have the issue of the day and then those issues of the day accumulate. So it's like, no, 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 it's just one thing. It's one thing that's mine to deal with today. So I like the concept. I like the conversation about it. So what's one thing that each of you do with your clients to get them to own that they're choosing? So I gave a talk at a luncheon today and um, we're going into fourth quarter and I had them put down three goals or dreams that they had in their life that they have not achieved. You would be amazed at how challenged they were even to put one down, right? And then what three things that they think was actually keeping them from achieving those. And then I showed this amazing, have you ever heard of a motive motiversity? It's Motive University. And it was this amazing nine minute motivational. I played that. And then we went back to talk about what one thing could they choose to move forward on, take action. And I'm really good about calling my clients out and saying, no, 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 you're choosing. Because only when we own that we choose. So if you have a client that's in resistance to maybe you want them to change their diet, guy, or maybe you want them to do certain exercises and they keep blaming everything else. It's the job, it's the husband, it's the wife, it's the work. What tool do you use to get them into action? Either one. So for me, is my echo back again? Yes, it's worse. We may have to go ahead, Go ahead, Claudia. Let me see if I can, uh, I'll go back out and in again. 
Claudia, what are your thoughts on that? All right. Um, so I, I love, I've never heard of what you just mentioned, so I'm curious to check it out. Um, what I do with my clients is um, I, one of my processes that I work with my clients with is emotional freedom technique. And so mm -hmm. I help them. And what I love about EFT, yeah, tapping, um, is it really helps them to hear themselves because a lot of times when my clients do EFT, they don't hear what they say before. And then when they hear that, like, oh my gosh, I'm making it about them it's not me they're realizing i'm making it about them i'm realizing they realize i i'm saying i can't do these things but that's not really true so that's one of the tools i use and i i frequently go back to byron katie's questions as well it's just asking them is it true and they'll say yeah it's true I'm like is it absolutely true and then what would you like to like if you didn't have that oh well then i would do that oh isn't that interesting Okay. So those two things really help my clients just realize they have a lot more power and they have a lot more ability to control things than they realize they do. Um, and it's very empowering when they realize it. Mm. It's because it's theirs. They can create ownership around it. I totally agree. Guy, let's bring you off and see how you're doing. I'm here. All right. <laughs> Talk to us about the favorite tool that you use with your clients when they're in resistance to doing something that you know will help them. You know, I'm trying to think of a situation where they're in resistance and within them, because you know, a massage therapist uh, aspect is a little bit different than other, like a coach or other uh, modalities, because in order to engage them, you typically are dialoguing and talking with one another. Well, that's not necessarily the case with a massage therapist. However, um, the best way that I could see fitting into that question would be that I'm also not a silent massage therapist. And how do I take, how do I get them to own? Uh, it's by dialoguing and checking in as we're doing the massage. Um, with okay where is their muscle pain where is and a lot of people don't really even understand where their pain is coming from mm -hmm. and and so if we can start to understand uh, using trigger point methodology and whatnot where a particular pain is coming from then they can start to oh well you mean if it hurts up here on my shoulder it doesn't mean that's where the pain is correct now they can learn where to work with their body in between sessions so it doesn't end up being so aggravating to get to the next session. You remind me of a time, I think I said earlier, my best friend is a chiropractor and a kinesiologist, and she does all these modalities. So one day I go and I'm laying on her table and she does all these things and muscle tests, and she goes, what is wrong with your gallbladder? I'm like, I have no idea. I know that my lower back hurts because I don't care about that. Let's talk about the gallbladder. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing. So what you say is something that I'm in the process of learning right now as well. Yeah. We, we are going to wrap up toward the last five minutes of our show. And we're getting so much echo again. Nobody's going to watch this one. Oh, you like, you like. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Tell everybody once again who your ideal client is and how they can get in touch with you to work with you. And I think you have a freebie for them. I do. Yeah. So um, I work with women who are really good at giving 
to others, but they're not good at giving to themselves. And they work with me to really take their power back, to start to prioritize themselves, to start to own who they are authentically instead of who they've been pretending to be and really help them. The work we do is to connect them to spirit. And I say it's about you and spirit. And so the way that they can get a hold of me is I'd love to offer anyone who's listening, feeling like, you know, I feel kind of like things that I'm doing keep me in this loop. I can't get out of it. Um, I'd love to offer them a 30, 30 minutes just as a mindset um, check-in and just see what strategies I can assist you with to just shift if they're open to shifting a little bit. So if I can make that available. Um, and then I have um, a tool that I use. It's three strategies to help own your yes and own your no. And that's available as well. So I can just leave that here with you. Yes. And um, I just want to say thank you again for, for having me. It's been a delight to be here. And for those of you who are able to listen and move through this, I appreciate it. Oh, fantastic. It's been awesome having you. And thank you that those are generous offers. Um, Guy, tell us who your ideal client is and how people can get in touch with you to work with you. And then give us an idea of how we're going to figure out when you're going to be announcing this whole cool thing to the world. Absolutely. So uh, basically, my ideal client is anyone who wants to win the battle against pain. I have clients that come in all the time uh, that said, I've worked with practitioners, uh, physical therapists, chiropractors, all sorts of body work workers for over 20 to 30 years. Mm. And no one's been able to help me as much as you have in 60 minutes. Wow. That's huge. And so... And, that whole aspect, that whole training, how to how to tap into that is all at stopyourpain.club. Stopyourpain.club. Gracefultouch.org, which is going down at the bottom right now, is the main massage website. But you'd have to fly to Rapid City, South Dakota to get on my table, unless you happen to be here. <laughs> so the better way is let me come to you with stopyourpain.com. Dot club and I can reach you worldwide that way. Well, that is awesome. And I look forward to hearing what you're rolling out to the world. It's been it's absolute absolute pleasure, pleasure to have both of you. For all of all you who watch on the hashtag replay and all the echo, all the echo we apologize. We have no idea what's going on. We've tried everything. But this has been the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. We're here every Wednesday. You know, the first Wednesday of the month, we don't have any guests. You get me. We talk about a lot of deep things so make sure you come back and if you are watching the hashtag replay and you would like to be a guest on the show there's going to be a link where you can go to apply to guest thank you so much for being here claudia thank you guy thank you carol thanks for having me i'm going to give you 10 seconds to leave our audience with one thought each of you just get one thought claudia what's your last thought my last thought is you really owe it to yourself to own your yes and your no because you're worth it Thank you. And Guy? Welcome. You can stop your pain. Awesome. And those of you who follow me know, I tell you, you get to trust in the process and take the next step. You don't have to have it all figured out. I believe God gave me a lamplight for my feet because all I get to see is the next step. Until next Wednesday, blessings to each and every one of you. Go make it a great rest of your week, great, great weekend, and come back and see me here next Wednesday on the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. Bless you. Bye, Carol. Thank you.
The Intuitive Entrepreneur Show is hosted by Max Anjanetta Jones and is brought to you by Life Coaching Today Magazine, empowering your health, business, community, and life. This has been a production of True Awesome Life Productions, who asked, what does your true awesome life look like? Start that journey today at trueawesomelife.com. For more information on this or past episodes, go to the intuitiveentrepreneurshow.com.